good afternoon and welcome back to RWV Live. We're so glad you're with us. I'm Chesley and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon. And we're just so glad that you join us for this time just to be encouraged in the Word of God. Um, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about uh, that spirit of reproach and we've been learning about how to overcome that through the favor of God. Amen. Um, today, we're gonna be talking about our purpose and we're gonna be looking at the book of Ephesians in chapter one and how God created us with purpose from before the foundations of the earth. So that is such a powerful truth to grab a hold of and to grow in and just yes. to overcome uh, all obstacles in life and, uh, and to spread the gospel and be a light to the world. So we're gonna dive in and Pastor Mary Jean, why don't you tell us Amen. more about what we're gonna share today. Well, thank you, Miss Chesley. <laughs> uh, as usual, I like to back up and get a running start, mm -hmm. but um, just looking at the book of Ephesians and how powerful it is and uh, how much it, it talks to us about God's purpose for our lives, I wanted to point out, I have a few slides for you, and I wanted to point out a few things. One is in Psalm chapter 8. Actually, where we're going, Chesley, is we're going into um, the, the prayers of Paul mm -hmm. and the, power, the, the powerful prayers that Paul prayed in the Bible for the church. And as we're rounding the corner of a new year, uh, we want our family members to be covered and, and prayed for. Yes. It was, we, looks like we could be coming to the end of an age. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure our family members, that we're strong and that our family members are cared for yes, through amen. our prayer life. Amen. So that's where we'll be heading in the new year to looking at things like that. So uh, one thing about Ephesians is it's such a rich, um, it's such a rich book uh, uh, that so many times we don't realize the riches and glory that are contained in us. Mm -hmm. And so what I want us to do, these, these are little picture words that I've put together here for you to see in Psalm 8, 4 and 5, <clears throat> it says, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the Son of Man, that you should visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels and have crowned him with glory and honor. Wow. And I want to point out the glory and the honor because as we move into the prayer of Paul in Ephesians, which mm -hmm. we won't do till next week, mm -hmm. but as we move into that prayer, that's what he's talking about is that the eyes of our hearts need to be opened and enlightened to, to see these riches and glory. But this says that he, he crowns us with glory and honor. The word crown there means to encircle for attack or protection or to compass about. And then the word glory is splendor, honor, uh, copiousness, which means yielding something abundantly. So there's an abundance. Uh, one, of, one of my definitions showed wealth and riches. Um, and honor is magnificence, beauty, excellency, glory, majesty, we're surrounded with that. Yeah, amen. So I like, uh, then I use the uh, picture of Saturn there mm -hmm. to show you that God is about, all about us with all this wealth and riches, glory and honor. Mm -hmm. he's, he's all around us. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we can't, we can't see that. Sin yeah. separates us from being able to see that. Mm -hmm. And even when we get born again and spirit filled and the sin problem gets taken care of, we, we need to renew our minds right. and then we need to meditate on it mm -hmm. till that picture drops down into our spirit and we see ourselves that way. And then we can actually operate in it. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we know those wealth and riches, everything he stored up and made ready. I love that in, in Corinthians where it says he stored up and made ready mm -hmm. all that we need. All that we need. Yeah. 
Chesley and I have been talking about this for a while, and we're just like, we can't wrap our head around yeah. all of this. It's so powerful. <laughs> and so just to give you that picture that God is all around us <laughs> with everything, wisdom and honor and glory and wealth and riches, and for this giant reproach to, to try to steal that from us, mm -hmm. it's just like, take that devil, you right. know? <laughs> and so we need to uh, know. And then uh, to finish off these slides, James 5, 16b, it's a long verse there. It says, The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Or in the King James, it says, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Well, the effectual, fervent part of that is the same thing where it says the word is quick and powerful, effectually fervent. The word is quick and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. So um, the the prayer based on the Word of God, Amen. which is what we'll be looking at next week in with the Apostle Paul in the prayer in Ephesians. There's prayers in Ephesians 1, mm -hmm. uh, like 16 on, Ephesians 3, and then we have a lot more, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there next mm -hmm. year. Be a whole year. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> just next year. So anyway, just to get that picture that we are surrounded and compassed about, and then when we start learning to pray these prayers of Paul, uh, that Paul said that the word is quick and powerful. It makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So you can know that when you're praying Paul's prayer, mm -hmm. that he prayed for the church, when you're praying that, Chesley, when I'm praying that for my kids or for my parents or for my husband or for the president, mm -hmm. when I'm praying that, that word is working mightily. Yes, amen. It's powerful. It's mm -hmm. alive and it's producing exactly what it says. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we're going to start looking at, we, we kind of got into Ephesians chapter one. It's hard to get past it right. to get into the prayer. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to just start reading uh, uh, with Ephesians chapter one. We're going to go through verses one through 14, but we'll probably stop along the way and talk about it. Awesome. So you might get your Bible. If you got a Bible, get your Bible and go with us through Ephesians one, one through 14. Amen. Amen. Verse one starts saying, uh, Paul, an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed, by the will of God, that is by his purpose and choice, to the saints, God's people, who are at Ephesus and are faithful and loyal and steadfast in Christ Jesus. Okay. Pause. Oh, I already got to stop right <laughs> You know what always gets me is that, that Paul always addresses himself by his anointing, mm. by his call. Mm-hmm. That's important that we know who we are in Christ. Right. What is my part to play in the on on the stage of the kingdom? Mm -hmm. And it's real important that we know that. And Paul yeah. always brought started his letters with uh, grace and peace, mm -hmm. and who he was. He graduated in his revelation. Uh, I did a study once on all the different letters in the year that they were written in. And he graduated. At first, he was a servant, but he graduated to the point of calling himself an apostle. Wow. So it's just an, uh, something that, as an individual, each one of us needs to individually go before God and say, you know, what what is it, Lord, that you destined me what to be? What is my purpose? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Awesome. Verse 2. 
uh, grace to you and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed and worthy of praise be the, be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ, just as in His love He chose us in Christ, actually selected us for Himself as His own, before the foundation of the world, so that we would be holy, that is consecrated, set apart for him, purpose-driven, and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself as his own children through Christ Jesus in accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will. Well, let's let's back up there mm -hmm. and go to... Um... Start with verse four, I guess. And, you know, uh, I have, I must have an older Amplified. Okay. They have the new Amplified. It's called Class A, AMPC. Mm -hmm. This must be AMP. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not reading the same way yours is. And ah. I thought it was funny. But um, just in verse four, you and I were talking earlier, Jesse, about how he chose us. Mm -hmm. Remember? Yeah. And um, that he has... Um, Pick, actually, mine says, actually picked us out for himself as his own. Yeah. I mean, just stop and chew on that a little mm -hmm. bit to know that you were chosen from before. And this says here, from before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, the King James says, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. That's powerful. Amen. Just in those few, I mean, I was just jotting down, I was sharing with Pastor Mary Jean, I was trying to go and highlight some things. And I'm like, well, I just have to highlight the whole entire thing because it's all <laughs> so good. But I was just jotting down, he blessed us, he chose us, he adopted us, set us apart, bestowed, I mean, just all these little things. Mm -hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. It's it's endless and infinite, just the, it is. all that we're encompassed it's rich. In. Yeah, it's rich. I always like to say it's death by chocolate. It's just rich. <laughs> It's so rich that, that uh, it's hard to, that's why you have to meditate on these things. Mm -hmm. You have to think about them. And I, that's just saying that any one of us individually, if it was nobody else but us, Jesus would have died on the cross. Yeah. And there was something from before the foundation of the world that God intended us to be. I was telling Jesse, I said, you mean you did this on purpose, Jesus? Right. <laughs> and we were also talking about how even no matter how we got here, because right, right. not everybody's born into an expected place. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. So even so, you weren't unexpected to God. Right. He knew you were, he, he was expecting you mm -hmm. regardless of how you got here. Mm -hmm. That's true. So um, he chose us, actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ. Whenever you see, and Christ is in the book of Ephesians a lot, the word Christ when you see the word Christ, think about the anointing. And what does the anointing do? It breaks the yoke and lifts the heavy burden. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you break down the word anointing, it means uh, ultimately it means to furnish what is needed. <laughs> so in Christ, everything you need is furnished. Wow. <laughs> He's furnished what is needed. And and uh, we're going to see in this chapter as we get on down that at the end of the age, God is bringing everything back to himself in Christ. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to be in Christ. Mm -hmm. In has to do with being a fixed position too, not just 
saying in the name, mm -hmm. but you're walking in fixed that place, yeah, a fixed position. Good. So um, he actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ before the foundation of the world. I wanted to read a little something here that I have from um, one is from Sparkling Gems and one is from the Message Bible. And it has to do with the foundation mm -hmm. of the world. It says this is Sparkling Gems, Ephesians 1, 4, having to do with foundation. When God saw us, he said, out, I say. In that moment, he separated us from the rest of the world and enlisted us in his service. And think of it. He did all of this before he ever hurled the first layers of the earth's crust into existence. This mm -hmm. is from Rick Renner's book. The foundation, the word foundation means to forcibly hurl something down and it refers to the act of creation. So, you know, I remember a teaching years ago where it says the creation was, you know, all of creation is spinning around. Mm -hmm. The word joy means to spin around. And so God hurled it all out there and it's spinning around. Mm -hmm. And uh, the foundation, he's, he said, out, I say. And in that moment, he separated us from the rest of the world. So it's just, just think you're a part of creation mm -hmm. with God mm -hmm. and purposeful right. creation. Right. And as, as our creator, he doesn't create anything that he doesn't fully make provision for. Right. And that's what we're talking about. All these things that he has kind of set, he's set us up for success in everything that we do. For success. <laughs> that's good. Yes, he has. Well, this is uh, the same verse in um, the message Bible. It says, Long before, <clears throat> excuse me, long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. Mm. I see here, and I don't know if this is my own comment. I see here God has made some quality decisions about us before we came into being. He decided to focus his love lived out at Calvary on us. He decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. He, he knew man would fall and he planned ahead of time for our redemption. Quality decisions are powerful. Mm -hmm. Jesus decided in the garden of Gethsemane yeah. that he would go through the cross. You know, if he hadn't made that decision that night in the garden, mm -hmm. he might not have gone through the, gone through it. Right. If you don't make your decision up front before you get under the pressure of something, yeah. then you're likely to give in. Mm -hmm. But we need to, that's why it's decided to make a decision yeah. every day. Yeah, that for some reason. I have decided that, to follow Jesus now. Amen. But for some reason that made me think of marriage. Like when you, yeah. before you actually have the wedding day, right? <laughs> you make that decision that, you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person mm -hmm. because you're right. When the pressure comes, if you didn't already make that decision, make that decision and if, you know, some people kind of go into it thinking, um, you know, well, if this doesn't work out, there's always divorce or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. God didn't think that way of us. Like if well, they don't, if that's they don't do. true. I mean, stop, stop and think mm -hmm. about that. Aren't you glad God didn't consider yeah. divorce? Amen. Well, he did divorce man actually in the garden mm -hmm. when he put him out. That was a divorce of sorts. But, but Jesus it was, came back and sealed it. Was it was for the purpose of good. It mm -hmm. wasn't for the purpose of right. revenge or anger or mm -hmm. anything like that. So anyway, just to know, we just that's the main thing we really wanted um, to get across today is the purpose mm -hmm. that God has 
decide, he decided on you mm-hmm. and me and Chesley and all mm-hmm. of us. Uh, our fan club is here today also. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he decided on us from before the foundation of the world. While yes. there was yet nothing, he decided on us. Mm-hmm. And stop and think about how powerful that is and what that can do in your life. Amen. So where are we now? We're <laughs> reading in five. Five. Get started in five. Yeah. It says, He predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself as his own, as his own children through Jesus Christ in accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace and favor, which he so freely bestowed on us in in the beloved, his son, Jesus Christ. In him, we have redemption. That is our deliverance and salvation through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of his grace which he lavished on us. In all wisdom and understanding, with practical insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, wow. which he purposed in Christ. Let's back up to um, um, uh, verse 8, I guess. Talk, mm-hmm. Well, I guess verse 7. Mm-hmm. In him we have redemption, deliverance, and salvation through his blood, mm-hmm. the remission, forgiveness of our offenses. I like this. Shortcomings, mine reads a little different than yours. Uh, uh, forgiveness of our offenses, our shortcomings and trespasses. Mm. And not just sins, you know, just as a sin, but shortcomings. That really yeah. blessed me when I saw that one day. Yeah. The shortcomings. Oh, okay. You know, that part of you that you go, oh, man, I don't know right. why I do that. I, I keep purposing I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> That can be a shortcoming. Right. And he, he's taken care of shortcomings. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Forgiveness of our offenses, which would be shortcomings and trespasses. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, um, I was doing, I was meditating on Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 about he bore our sicknesses, carried our diseases. He was pierced through for our transgressions mm-hmm. and crushed for our iniquities. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, well, why would he repeat that twice? I thought transgressions and iniquities would be the same. Mm-hmm. But obviously they're not because he spelled it out different. Mm-hmm. And God knows what he's doing. So right. I started looking into it. Well, um, uh, iniquity is that sin that we're all born in. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's you know, the corrupted seed of Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's a bend in our nature. It's, we're bent in our nature. And we're all born that way. We're born in that sin, mm-hmm. iniquity. It's not something I did or didn't do. Right. It's a nick. It's just something that was inherited sin mm-hmm. from the bend from the fall in the garden. Well, uh, transgression is when I know what to do and I choose not to do it. Mm. So an iniquity, he was crushed for our iniquities. He was pierced through for our transgression, but crushed for our iniquities. Okay. So, um, a transgression is a willful sin. Mm-hmm. I have to repent for that. Yeah. And remember when the, the, the centurion or the soldier pierced through mm-hmm. Jesus, pierced him in the heart and blood and water came out? Right. Well, that's where I have to repent and let that blood wash over me. Mm-hmm. I have to repent and be washed in the blood for a transgression. Yeah. But iniquities, that's why I, I feel like babies are all covered at the, at the cross mm-hmm. because they haven't had time to co- right. commit a transgression. Mm-hmm. And people that are mentally, um, 
unsta- unstable or, mm-hmm. or they can't choose right or wrong. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they Jesus took care of that at the cross. Amen. But our transgressions, we have to repent for. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's just a little FYI on the road <laughs> to forgiveness here. Amen. So uh, the, in him we have redemption, deliverance, and salvation through his blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings, and transpa- trespasses mm-hmm. in accordance with the riches and the generosity of his gracious favor which he lavished upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, practical insight and prudence. That's why I have to read it out of mine too, because Mm -hmm. yours sounds different than mine does. (laughs) But I just love the word lavished. Right. It just, it's just so lavish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, that's what the Garden of Eden, that's what Eden sort of means. It means voluptuous. Mm. So God wants, God is a lavishing God. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. There's never not enough. <laughs> right. He, he deals with abundance. Right. Yeah, which we need. I mean, we need Absolutely. that because of those shortcomings and things like that. But that's why we're going to need the eyes of our understanding opened as mm-hmm. we get on into the prayer of Paul in Ephesians 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we'll need our eyes opened. Amen. So let's go ahead and uh, finish reading. And I guess you'll start with 9. Okay. Um, it says... Well, I'll start in, let's see, second half of eight. In all wisdom and understanding, with practical insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, with regard to the fulfillment of the times, that is the end of history, the climax of ages, to bring all things together in Christ. Oh, you're reading the New Living, right? No, this I got it from the Amplified, Amplified, but... Oh. It might have been, like you said, the classic. Well, all the versions are good. <laughs> Amen. Did you want to point something out different in that one? Well, mine doesn't read the same, but mm. making known to us the mystery, secret of his will, of his plan, of his purpose. Mm-hmm. And it is this, in accordance with his good pleasure, his merciful intention, which he had previously purposed and set forth in him. Mm. He planned, did you read on that? For the maturity of the times, mm-hmm. the maturity of the times, and um, it says uh, the, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, that struck me the other day. That word times is uh, it's not ages. It's kairos, mm-hmm. which has to do with opportunities, wow. particular moments and opportunities. Mm-hmm. So then I don't know. I mean, we're, we're in a time, the church age, mm-hmm. the age, but the church, the times there are particular opportunities. Mm-hmm that we have, that these won't always be here. Yeah. So seize them now. <laughs> so it really makes you aware to make it, take advantage of right. whatever opportunities that you have because mm-hmm. they're not always going to be there. Right. There's purpose in every season of our lives. And yeah. no matter what's going on, there's, there's some, yeah, there's something to be done, something to fulfill, something to overcome. Right. right. Something to learn from. Yeah. Right? Amen. Go ahead. You want me to keep going? <laughs> yeah, you okay. do. 11. Uh, 11. Oh, oh, this is good. Yeah. Let me see how it reads with you. It says, In him also we have received an inheritance, a destiny. We were claimed by God as, as his own, having been predestined, chosen, appointed beforehand, according to the purpose of him who works 
everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his will. I love that right mm-hmm. there. I, it, one, one day I was in my kitchen doing the dishes and <laughs> this is what, what, what happened to me. I'd be doing the dishes. Then I think, oh man, I ought to go put on a load of wash while I'm doing this. So mm-hmm. I run upstairs and get a load of wash, come down and put it on. And then I think, oh, well, let me go do this real quick before I get back. And finally I said, Lord, what, how do you, <laughs> how do you work more constructively than I do? Yeah. You know, I mean, how do you work, Lord? And he, he brought this verse to me. Mm-hmm. In the dispensation of the fullness of the times, uh, no, 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 no. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Mm-hmm. So God counsels with himself. Mm-hmm. In other words, he says, do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Then go do the wash. I mean, count, <laughs> or, or if you want to do the wash first and then to do, yeah. counsel with yourself, make a plan and then do it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that is and good. He, that's a God thing, goal setting and achieving. Amen. It is a God Order, thing. Yeah. Focus is very important. And all that right. good stuff. That's a God thing. That's how yeah. He does business. That's mm-hmm. how He. That's how He lives. He's He's the um, He's the champion multitasker. Yes, He is. <laughs> and He's teaching us how to have the life that He has. Yeah. I mean, He He has a successful, victorious, overcoming life. Mm-hmm. He's done it. For eons, for mm-hmm. centuries, he's done it forever. Mm-hmm. He's lived forever. He's done it forever. He's he's living an overcoming life, and he's invited us in to learn mm-hmm. how to live in his kingdom, yeah. his ways. It's so exciting. Just it's not a command that if you don't do this, you're good. It's a joy. It's a privilege. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity mm-hmm. in the times of this opportunity. Amen. Good, it's a good deal. Amen. Uh, and he did all that so that we who were the first to hope in Christ, who first put our confidence in Him as our Lord and Savior, would exist to to the praise of His glory. In Him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result, believed in Him, were stamped with a seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the Holy One promised by Christ, as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of our inheritance until the redemption of God's, the redemption of God's own purposed, uh, purchased possession, his believers to the praise of his glory. So we are his own purchased possession as his believers. And we have a rich inheritance. Mm -hmm. So th- that's the bottom line. And then we'll move in next week to um, Paul's prayer about having the eyes of our understanding. He said, therefore, because all this is true, mm-hmm. I pray that, the, uh, that you can be given the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, the eyes of your understanding being opened. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see next week, we'll get to see that all of the power that was released in the resurrection of Christ, Chesley, Mm. is is released in this he, yeah. he, every, he calls on every every aspect god has different expressions of his power and mm-hmm. he calls on every expression of his power in this prayer and it's so powerful the prayer you might go on and be reading it and meditating on it through the week because that prayer changed my life mm-hmm. i was a little methodist girl in a methodist church and i saw that you could have the knowledge of god <laughs> and i went oh wow <laughs> You can have the knowledge of God. I just was so taken with that. Yeah. And so, 
We can have the knowledge of God. Yes, you We can. do have the knowledge of God, but Amen. we can grow in that. Right. And develop that. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so, well, praise the Lord. Well, you be reading in Ephesians 1, meditating on it, and, and te text us sometime or write mm -hmm. uh, comment on the comment to us about something maybe you've discovered Amen. in your eyes being opened. But we, Paul's got powerful prayers. Yes. And we'll go through as many of them. And plus, we're looking forward to the new year and maybe mm -hmm. looking at the gifts of the Spirit and the mm -hmm. fruit of the Spirit and just the power that we have invested in us. Amen. Part of our inheritance that he's talked about right there. Yes. In Jesus' name, <laughs> bless you. Bless you. We love you. See you next Amen. week. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.